Hey, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with West Court, Vice President, Food and Beverage Operations for Norwegian Cruise Line, and we're here on the brand new Viva, sister ship to Prima. And there have been changes since the great ship Prima, and we're going to go over them here on Insider Travel Report. Wes, thanks for talking to us. Sure, nice to be here. Uh, so you guys are always striving to elevate, and we're seeing evidence of that here, and certainly in the food and beverage, so let's talk about that. Um, first of all, we met today at the Sustainable Bar. Tell us what a sustain Sustainable Bar is. Well, this is, uh, this is our first uh, Sustainable Bar at sea. We, we actually uh, introduced it on Norwegian Prima. It's called the Metropolitan Bar. Um, but it, it, it features uh, spirits and beverages that to, to be in that bar have to meet a profile of being essentially good for the planet. They have to pass an audition. They do have to pass an audition. Sometimes we have to taste those things yeah, too yeah. to get by. But um, not only the spirits that go into those beverages or the wines, but the ingredients that make up a lot of those cocktails have to be sustainable. So that, now it's on Prima as well, right? That's right. So that's the sustainable bar, but all the other bars benefit from that bar, correct? Oh, they certainly do. I mean, and, and you know, a lot of our partners that we collaborate with in the beverage world, spirits, wines, beers, other beverages, um, you know, they are in, in essence driving this. Uh, the, 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 you know, the, the phenomena that has had with, with farming has carried over to, to people that produce wine and the grains and, and, and everything that goes into, into, into beverage. So um, it, it's, it's kind of a groundswell effort uh, per se that's, that's really just taken over. I can see a point where most beverage products will be in some form better for the planet. So, I mean, we talk about sustainability as not necessarily costing more, and in fact, helping business, right? Uh, but in your case, it makes the drinks taste better. So uh, when you need a banana syrup or a pineapple syrup, what happens? Well, we, we don't buy it. Uh, so, you know, to, to buy a product, one, it's a, it's a cost, but also it's something that you have, to, uh, you have to source. It has to be shipped. It has to go in a bottle. It has to be produced somewhere that, you know, does, is not great for the environment. So instead of all of that, we, we produce it here. And, and we, we do that with products that we repurpose. If it's a skin of a pineapple or a, a banana peel, mint stems, um, we were talking about the peppers, the green and red and yellow peppers. We have a cocktail called Pulp Art, which uh, is is made from these uh, peppers that we reduce down into a syrup. Great cocktail. Uh, even croissants that we've repurposed. That you know, not every croissant is per perfect looking. Yeah, when it comes out of the bakery, and we pick those and make this really cool croissant mai tai that we have uh, and feature uh, feature in the Metropolitan Bar. But not only does it taste uh, creative, but it l decreases the compost that you do? It does, certainly, um, you know, because w we use a good portion of that and it's used either in that syrup to make the cocktail or as a garnish. Um, 
So we don't have to then use those vegetables and fruits to create another garnish. So it, it, it reduces, not only does it reduce the fact that we, we have to get these products here and, and that creates a carbon footprint, but it reduces what we're using on board. I kind of, I know it was a loaded question. I set you up. I mean, I wanted the uh, our travel advisors to realize that you're constantly worrying about food waste, and uh, this cuts down on that. Yeah, it certainly does, and it's you know it's not just in beverage. We we look at that everywhere. Um, we monitor the product that we use. Uh, you know, we we are held to very high standards in the cruise industry, as I think, you know, a, a lot of um, you know your your travel agents know they're they're in the business for a long time that you know, if it's in in the US with the United States public health um, we are held to high standards and because of that it does in part kind of create a little bit more waste and we have to always work on offsetting that what I mean is that you know we it's not like the mom-and-pop Italian restaurant back home that you know they make uh, some product and they save it and put it back in the refrigerator use it the next day no anything we prepare and it goes out to the pub we it has to it gets thrown out for the for the health and safety of our guests so uh, but the, the so the restaurants are sustainable not just the Metropolitan Bar yeah, certainly, and, and we look at all those products too that go into the recipes, um, and it's and it's it's really kind of something that is uh, almost a landslide now in that every product we look at, all of our all of our producers and suppliers, it, it seems like just in the last few years everybody is thinking the same way, uh, and and it's not just a you know a greenwashing anymore. It's it's something that. I think everyone realizes, not, not obviously bottom line important for the planet, but they've realized it's good for their business too. One of the other ways you cut down on waste is you just carefully plan and you don't necessarily have one main restaurant. Let's talk about that concept. Well, we have multiple restaurants, but the planning, it, the planning, is, uh, the planning is substantial. We have... Uh, you know, we have a lot of history. You know, we've been in business for uh, 50 plus years. Um, we have a lot of information that we, we go back on. You know, many itineraries have been similar over time. So we understand, the, yeah, we understand what the guest profile is, what they typically will eat, you know, when. Uh, so it's, it's really down to a science that we're able to calculate exactly what we purchase and uh, and in the end, uh, produce less waste. But also by having so many uh, outlets, eateries, you're able to prepare less, you were saying today at a, at a, a little talk we had. In other words, you don't have to make it for a thousand people, but you could just start off with 15 salads and, and begin from there? Sure, and, and the, the chefs are great at, at doing that, at looking at you know a product and how it can be you know, used in multi-recipes uh, across you know this ship we have. Um, you know, if you include in the indulged food hall, which has 11 concepts, you know, we have close to 30 dining establishments here. So the chefs, uh, you know, it's a, it's a major task to think about, you know, how you create the recipes for those menus because you couldn't, you could, you would produce so much waste if you, if you weren't thinking about every concept and then how could you use products to support all those concepts. So, but you're right, it's, it's it, having all those restaurants is beneficial, but only 
if you 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 plan accordingly and 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 pretty much collaborate and make sure every single item you're using is getting a, the the right use in all those restaurants. Let's go back to the sustainable bar. Uh, one of the things that you guys are proud of is that you. Um, partner with uh, distilleries and so um, and tell me about this so so we talked about uh, 66 gin 66 draft beer what's the 66 by the way 66 uh, is a uh, reference back to the year Norwegian Cruise Line was discovered so 1966 our first year in the uh, in the Caribbean sailing um, you know also kind of a tribute back to the crazy 60s and 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 how things uh, you know, how many things were created how people were very creative back then but really 66 is the year Norwegian Cruise Line was founded right, so let's talk about those products so the first one was was really interesting what's in the the 66 gin 66 gin is um, some typical botanicals you'd find in a gin with you know juniper uh, and cardamom, but also I th what's made it special as it relates to our industry is that we do have some extracts of seaweed, that uh, edible seaweeds, um, and, and, and actually you would find a, a couple of these on, you know, some 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 menus. Uh, but it, it's uh, it's an extract that we use in there. We wanted to give it, you know, a, a little different uh, taste and flavor. It wasn't necessarily that we, we we wanted to do something that was you know out of the ocean, but it it worked perfectly, and uh, again, everything about that spirit is it comes from a fully um, biodynamic uh, distillery. Um, everything about it is is sustainable. The glass that's used, the even uh, uh, today we did a presentation. The coasters that we had are are you know made from recyclable products. So we're all in with, with that, and and that that gin has gotten gr rave reviews so far, uh, and still great in any kind of gin cocktail that you'd like. It was a gin and tonic or or or, or anything else that uh, even a Negroni it, it works. Let's go down the list of uh, 66. So we, there was one, uh, the draft beer. How's that produced? Um, the draft beer is a partnership with Terrapin uh, Brewery over in uh, Athens, Georgia. And uh, what's interesting about uh, that collaboration, they produced this beer for us. We went, and, and you know, what's, I think what's great about what we do, and we have a great team of food and beverage experts that have been now together i think on my team the the person that is the less senior is maybe five or six years with the company so we have a we have a great team of food and beverage experts that collaborate well they're very diverse um and are very creative and when we w when we went to terrapin and collaborated on this beer we you know we we go to these places to to actually go through the process of looking at the facility, do the inspections, meeting the partners, going through the tasting process. You know, my wife says I have a tough job, but you know, you have to do these things, right? You know, we go to the wineries, we're down in Tequila, we're, we're in France, uh, we don't sit in an ivory tower in Miami and determine what these products are. We're out doing the work, and when we did this beer, we went to Athens to Terrapin, and um, you know, went through the whole process of tasting 
uh, we probably tasted 20, 30 different samplings of, of what the beer would eventually be and got to a product that we love. And Terrapin is a, uh, is a facility, a brewery that is 100% solar powered. Everything about the brewery is solar powered. And um, that's what we loved about it. They were, they were in on it. And we said, you know, you're the, you're the right guys. You're the right guys to do this for us. This is hard work that they can taste. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it is. And 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 the you know, and we we look for people that are that are like that. And let's go on to the prosecco. That that what was it about the prosecco that made you know that it could be labeled sixty six? Well, we have a great partner with um, Bottega um, in uh, just outside of Venice. Um, they have their um, their vineyards there that produce. Um, they're, they're outside of what they've done for us. They're one of the top prosecco producers in the world. Um, but again, when visiting with them and meeting them, uh, as I said just a minute ago, it's not something we decide sitting in an office, Miami. We go to Italy. We go meet with with the Bottega family. We we see the facility. We see what they do, and they are. The same thing. Everything that they do is 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 sustainable. Um, it is as simple as it gets. There, um, they love what they do. It's been been a family uh, effort there now. I think they're going on maybe close to three centuries. Uh, so it goes way back. But um, you know, it, we were we were happy to collaborate with them because they pretty much. You know, showed us that they weren't trying to con convince us. We, you know, that we we were sold when we when we kind of walked. But no, no, let me say that you are always looking to elevate, as you said. So we can assume there will be more sixty-six products that are proofed by you. There, there definitely will be, and there's something right around the corner. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, and and so as you do this, um, do the products get uh, trickled down to the rest of the fleet? Yes, they do. I mean, we usually introduce them, you know, with with some other, you know, happening. So, Prima, we introduced um, the Godfather drink. We introduced the Godfather El oh. Padrino, uh, oh, yeah. so named named after our uh, Godfather Louis Fonzi. Mm -hmm. um, that is uh, with Avorza vodka. Again, another product that is fully sustainable. Um, Great partnership with with uh, with with them. Um, they're out of Miami, actually. Uh, Why don't they make a '66 vodka? Uh, you never know. It's going to get made. It might happen. All right, but keep telling us about the Petrino. El Petrino made with the, as I said, of Borza vodka, uh, Aperol, liquor uh, liquor 43, and uh, lime juice. Uh, so, uh, but not only that, it's part of our it's part of our um, sustainable cocktail program and. There's a pineapple. There's a pineapple liqueur that is part of a key component of that cocktail. That, again, is made from pineapple rinds that we we repurpose from the ship. We don't go out and buy a liqueur. We take the pineapple rinds that uh, essentially get trashed and repurpose those for a for a syrup for that cocktail. Specific. Just listening to that, I mean, the, the creativity that goes into that is is substantial. To, uh, talk about beverages today. What, what you were saying that it's not like it used to be. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. I mean, just talking about these uh, few things we just did about 
uh, I mean, gosh, I, I was a bartender back in the day and when, um, you know, your back bar and even the cocktails that you serve didn't change for decades. I mean, essentially, people drank the same yeah. thing for a long time. Uh, it was just happy prohibition was over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was bartending back no, all no, the way but back. But I'm saying we, that's why just, like, we, there was no innovation because we were just happy. No, but was, now there was no innovation, and uh, and it was it was so it was such a long time that you know and, the, and it kind of followed food. I mean, food. It happened with food. It happened with the you know with with the you know the the food networks and celebrity chefs that got introduced to to the public where you know everybody you know loved seeing that and then uh, beverage kind of followed suit uh, and and beverage dragged for a long time but it's I think anybody knows now if you go out to dine if you you know you rarely go into a good restaurant or a bar anymore where there's not a cocktail menu. I mean, most of the time, that's the first thing people ask for now. And where that never was the case, you would just go in and, and bartender would say, well, what would you like? You know, and you'd go, uh, okay. No, and it's sort of like, it's sort of like, entertain me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, has grown immensely. You know, and that's just in the last 10 years. Let's get back to the ship. What's your favorite, I want two, I want two favorites, favorite restaurant and favorite bar? And why? Favorite restaurant on this ship is Palomar. So Palomars are uh, uh, introduced on Prima and here on Viva. Uh, it's our uh, Mediterranean seafood concept. Um, the reasons I love it, one, it's kind of my preferred style of dining. Uh, healthy um, seafood, very light. Um, you know, follows that whole Mediterranean kind of healthy, um, healthy uh, dieting and, see and, and, and uh, dining. Um, so not only the food that's on the menu, which we do a great job with, but the venue uh, is up on our, our next to highest deck, deck 17, has floor to ceiling windows, looks out, you know, the full length of the restaurant. The design is spectacular. So sitting in there, which I did a couple of nights ago, uh, sitting in there and just having a beverage or, or dinner is uh, it, it is such a, a phenomenal environment. Every part of it. So the food, the service, the environment are, are really cool. Uh, and, and I think anyone that goes there would say the same. And then bar, you said. So favorite bar. Um, you know, Metrop I, I love Metropolitan because of the program there. I'm going to have to say my favorite bar on board, though, is the, uh, the Soleil Bar. So we have a concept called Indulge, the Indulge Food Hall, which has over 11 concepts within it, um, some great food concepts. But we have a bar that is all the way after the ship. This is on Decade. And it's an indoor-outdoor bar. So indoor, indoors Luna. Outdoors Soleil, uh, and the Soleil part of that board, it's back to back, looks out over the aft deck, and you know, you go out there at eh, eight o'clock at night and have a beverage in your hand as you're leaving a port uh, like we just did in, uh, in, in Split or Trieste. Uh, you know, those, those moments are that, that, that 
that's why people go on cruises. It's really spectacular. Let's talk about room service. Um, what, can, uh, what can guests expect out of room service? Yeah, room service for us is, uh, is 24-7, uh, full menu. It's, uh, it's something full that... Full menu uh, from each restaurant or just a no, specific menu? It's a, spe a specific <laughs> menu just for room service, meaning that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Um, you know, 24-7? 24-7. We've found less and less guests use room service. Um, and maybe that's because of all the great things we have out on the ship, right? Uh, but still, it's used. You know, somebody doesn't want to go out. They have a pizza. So it kind of fits that, you know, that need for a guest. Um, you know, we do some, you know, some great food there. But it's really meant just to, to fill a need where you just maybe you don't feel well. Or you're tired. It's first night on the ship. You just want to have a pizza and watch TV. And, and well, if you're doing, a, if you're if you're working and and traveling or doing leisure, sometimes you just gotta order that room service and keep going. Yeah. But what I would like to highlight that's part of our room service program in general is uh, something we introduced recently, and it's called Swift. So Swift is a on-demand um, beverage delivery system. So no more mini bar. We we've kind of done away with mini bars. Uh, mini bars didn't fill everybody's need. You know, there was always, oh, well, can I get something else? Uh, uh, and and it really was something we found guests used less sure, and less. Time-consuming to keep it full and monitoring. Yeah, I mean, for us also it was work, but it really was more of on, from a guest perspective. It just didn't meet their needs anymore. So Swift is a program where instead of having these products there, we have a a, a, a a menu of products that you can kind of pick and choose what you want in your room so you can day one call order swift we deliver it and these are unique products too it's not the same old mini bar where you get the little miniature uh, you know spirit bottles and the mixers and all so, this so brag what, what's what's cool uh, we've got some great uh, bottled cocktails um, that are part of the program and I think many of um, your audience may know already that ready-to-drink um, beverages are gigantic. Uh, in essence, they have almost taken over the, the beer segment in some cases. Um, and we feature a lot of ready-to-drink um, beverages that are part of this, this uh, SWIFT program. If it's either a bottled cocktail um, or, or a hard cider or a seltzer or something you know, to, to that, we don't have we have very little, I shouldn't say we don't have any, we have very little where it's kind of the old get a spirit and mix it with something. Most of them, which are our cocktails that, uh, the ready to drink cocktails are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just pour it out of a bottle, pour it on ice and you're, it's, you have your own bar in your room. But it's always nice to get a fresh one from you guys out in the world. All right, so now we have the unique opportunity of talking to you specifically. And Travel Advisors are selling um, the Norwegian product. How would you tell, uh, from a food and beverage perspective, a, a travel advisor to sell their guests on about Norwegian and, and, and specifically the ship? Uh, I, would, I would tell them that, you, you know, you, you should sail with Norwegian because aside from just the exciting new ships that we have, um, what we do in many areas, but certainly in mine and food and beverage, 
is just so dynamic. It's so authentic, and that is our goal when we go. You know, we we um, we kind of stay away from the bells and whistles stuff. So you know, some of our competitors do a lot with you know shining lights on tables and dancers in the background. Yeah, and 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 you know, a lot of theatrics around that. Our focus is. You know, if we have a French restaurant, which is where we're sitting right now, that this cuisine needs to be authentic as it can be. I have a master chef from France that's on our team. Um, we, as I said before, I have a very diverse culinary team. So whenever we either create a new concept, like it was for Palomar or Indulge Food Hall, or we go back and relook at menus, and we do that often, we, our, our goal is that this needs to be as authentic and quality-wise as great as it can be. So uh, I would say to them that you know we don't we don't fake it. You, we have the my opinion. I don't even think it's my opinion. I think it can be doc, it's documented. <laughs> we have we have the best beverage program in the industry. We, it's the it's the most awarded beverage program not only in the, in the cruise industry, but in the food and beverage industry. We compete a lot. We've been recognized by, by Vibe, which is a land-based, uh, they're really, they're land-based uh, um, uh, association, but they now include cruise lines into their, into their judging of programs. And we have, you know, we have won awards with them every year going back for like six, seven years. So I would just say that, hey, if you really want to go on a cruise that, that's on a, an exciting ship, um, designed and, and really by some of the greatest ship designers in the world, but also have the top of uh, what can be food and beverage experience, Norwegian Cruise Line is where you need to go. I'm gonna ask the chef tonight what I should order here, but what did you suggest? You're going to be in Bistro? Yeah. Well, I, my favorite item on this menu probably is not the most popular menu, but it's a coca vin. And coca vin is just, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a countryside uh, dish, you know, it was made by peasants a long time ago. You know, we do it with chicken, but they made it with rabbit or whatever was running around the farm. Uh, but it's just a, such an earthy, tasteful dish that if I came here tonight, I'd have cocoa vin. Thanks for the advice, and thank you for talking to us. My pleasure. Hope to see everybody out on a Norwegian cruise soon. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.